It's widely known people primarily shape their behavior by the actions and manners of those around them, what behavioral scientists call social norms or social proof. In particular, people become motivated by their desire to conform with a group, especially if it's a group with which they identify. Welcome to the ClinLab Sales Podcast, bringing fresh insight for focusing your sales strategy. Our host is Peter Francis, president of Clinical Laboratory Sales Training. This episode is about social norms, or as some people call it, the herd theory. Understanding social norms can be your best friend in sales. And here's Peter to explain how. It's widely known people primarily shape their behavior by the actions and manners of those around them what behavioral scientists call social norms or social proof. In particular, people become motivated by their desire to conform with a group, especially if it's a group with which they identify. Another less formal term endures as the herd theory because of the way many animals travel. Think about cows in a pasture for a minute. Sometimes a cow will start slowly meandering across the field and other cows will follow. If, metaphorically speaking, one of the followers happens to speak English and you ask her why she walks with the others, she undoubtedly would say, I'm moving in this direction because everyone else does. Irrespective if we're talking about a herd of cows, a school of fish, or a flock of birds, the conduct remains the same. The direction of some can significantly influence other individuals in a group. And commercial advertising executives have taken advantage of this. We see ads throughout the day and night for goods and services that attempt to motivate us by showing how everyone else benefits from a certain product. Credibility, popcorn style. We all know the unmistakable sound of popping popcorn. The metaphor of this activity relates to naming references with a certain amount of fast-paced commentary. Client names should sound like exploding popcorn when confidently reciting an impressive customer list. My experience indicates many salespeople may be named two accounts in the area, but then their popcorn stops popping. You can boost your skills by memorizing a list of herd references. Let's say, oh, I don't know, five or six, thereby establishing greater credibility and authority. The best way to enrich your popcorn credibility translates to improving your recall. You want to easily enumerate client references from memory, and it's simply a function of practice. It will be even better if you include the city with the account. When done properly, it's impressive, and your credibility will take several steps forward in a single bound. Now, a word of caution. You obviously don't want to bore the customer as if you're reading from a phone book. You have to gauge the situation and the client interest. The point is, mentioning account names and towns in rapid succession can produce an effectual portrayal of your lab's penetration. Specifying names like popcorn popping connotes not only the definitive implementation of social norms, it stands as an excellent demonstration you know your business really well. Using percentages. Some laboratories send or they drop off customer questionnaires to gain honest feedback on various aspects of the laboratory, such as courier, reporting effectiveness, turnaround time, 
result quality, client services, billing, the field rep value, overall satisfaction, and so forth. Naturally, not everyone responds, but of those that do, tallying each section score conduces to an important job. Assuming your lab receives high grades, especially in, quote, general level of satisfaction, end quote, you can use this percentage as another way of conveying popular opinion. You could say something like, quote, in this year's client survey, X percent rated our laboratory as excellent in overall experience, end quote. Additionally, if you market within an area in which you have a high percentage of customers, you can say, for example, well, X percent of the blank specialty in this town use our laboratory. Social norms become most compelling when people see evidence that other offices, just like them, use your lab. Leveraging the herd and more. It's the old story of safety in numbers. This brings up the crucial question for a prospective customer, such as, would you like to know why we have so many satisfied clients? What's happening here divides into three fractions. One is you are leveraging other clients, in other words, the herd. Secondly, you build credibility. And third, it generates curiosity. And whenever you engender client curiosity about your laboratory, well, need I say more? Handling objection. In my training classes, I have traditionally taught the feel-felt-found methodology for handling an objection. Here's how the technique works. When a prospect raises an excuse or objection, the sales rep acknowledges the concern by saying, you know, I understand how you feel about whatever. Some other clients have felt the same way, but here's what they found when they started using my lab. This technique has been used for many years by sales professional and works fairly well. The problem exists when uh, reciting it exactly like that, it allows realistically for a one-time event. Otherwise, using it twice or three times, even at different visits with the same client, it kind of produces a scripted, broken record speech. Hardly the positive impression you want to give. Slightly modifying your approach can make a difference. Social proof accomplishes the same objective, but becomes more substantial for the listener. I should state unequivocally that first empathizing with the client, like I understand how you feel about, clearly prevails when handling an objection. But when you move into the felt section, you can let them know that blank and blank client had similar concern. In other words, you're just not simply generalizing. And then you ask, would you like to know what they did to ensure their success? Most people will say, yes. Rather than sound like you're selling, quote unquote, you're letting them know somebody else had similar thoughts before they finalize their decision. And it's especially effective if you name more than one account. And this positions you as the messenger and not the sales message. Summary. During the sales process, you need to aim for two important components, credibility and a sense of momentum. 
You accomplish this objective by employing social norms. Since time immemorial, it has always been easier for people to follow the crowd, and that's why leveraging social proof becomes such a powerful strategy. You challenge the prospect's thinking by reassuring them that they are, indeed, moving in the right direction, and therefore minimizing risk. Practice memorizing your herd roster so there is no hesitation. Make it an impressive length, and in, in, in most cases you want to include the town, maybe not. But depending on the circumstances, it may not be appropriate to mention every name, but your client list transmutes to arrows in your quiver. Using percentages, if they're good numbers, allows for another good motivational methodology. People easily relate to numbers. Building curiosity distills into the sine qua non of selling just about anything. Using social norms exploits this, especially when you ask the question, would you like to know why all of these clients are so satisfied with my lab? If they say no, you have a crystal clear understanding of your position, and even more specifically with maybe with that particular individual. But in most cases, human bias prize people's curiosity, and they say yes. In this case, the client has just handed you a golden opportunity. And as a postscript, even if your sales territory places you in a brand new geography for your lab, you can still employ social norms by saying something like, in the blank area or town, X percent of whatever specialty uses us, or we have X number of clients, and our business initiative involves transferring the same high service levels to physicians in whatever city. The message stands very tall. Every sales rep's toolkit should include insights into the power of social norms. You've been listening to the ClinLab Sales Podcast. If you want to get all the episodes, you can subscribe using iTunes or any podcast application you like. If you found this valuable, please leave a review at iTunes. That helps a lot. For more information or to contact Peter Francis for sales training, visit ClinLabSales.com. Thanks for listening.